when you want an opportunity to hear from people all over the sports world. There's only one voice to trust to bring those stories to you. Here now with a special guest is Dan Tortora. Here right now on the line with us on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here on WakeUpCallDT.com, your home where sports meets life, has now brought on a very special guest, a very special opportunity that we have. Haven't die, We haven't jumped into this pool too much. We've talked, obviously, with the Syracuse Silver Knights throughout their first two years of existence, and you've heard me talk about soccer before, but we've never spoken to this group, this chapter that's right in the heart of Syracuse, and that is the American Outlaws. Here with us, Mike Lathrop, who's going to be talking with us about this unofficial group of the Syracuse American Outlaws. We're trying to build their membership here so they can become an official group, but they are here with you in this community, and they're also the Salt City supporters. The active president, Mike, also takes that position for the Salt City supporters supporting the Syracuse Silver Knights here in the community. So without further ado, let's welcome them into the show for the first time. Mike, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, and happy to have you here. And before we get talking about a a very big matchup that's coming up between the United States and Mexico in a qualifying game for the World Cup, something that that the United States has not been successful in when traveling to Mexico, just tell us a little bit about the American Outlaws and what it is as an overall umbrella and how people in Syracuse can get involved in your chapter. Well, first and foremost, the American Outlaws are a supporters club for the United States national team. So we support the men's and women's sides. Um, but it's, it's a way to get the American fan uh, partnered up with other fellow American fans within your community and also on a national level to make sure that the national teams are supported at uh, home matches, away matches, so they have coordinated efforts to bring everyone together to make sure that the United States will never be left alone um, in any game, that they'll feel the support and love from uh, fans and uh, citizens. As far as uh, the community here gets started with this chapter, um, you know, like you said, we, we are uh, few in numbers at the moment, and we're working towards becoming an official membership. And uh, to obtain that type of membership, uh, it does give us some, um, some perks. Um, a $20 membership into a t-shirt, scarf, and um, unlimited discounts towards tickets and flights and rental cars. So there's, uh, it definitely brings um, some value to uh, a low dollar amount. Plus, it just it brings uh, kind of a brotherhood together uh, like any other sport out there. Uh, but, you know, with it being a, a, niche market, uh, a niche sport for so long, uh, fans finally now can come together and uh, know that they're they're not alone, and they can let their pride in the national team um, come a little bit more to the surface. Where before, you know, those stereotypes kind of kept it. So maybe certain fans were always like, "All right, I'm going to be labeled this or that." And this is another way to encourage you to be who you are and support, you know, what teams or uh, you know whatnot that you love. So. That's pretty much what the premise of this, you know, is all about. Uh, it's just to, to bring everyone together. And I want to let everybody know that the way to get involved, if you want to be part of the Syracuse chapter of 
American Outlaws, which is the overall umbrella supporting the United States men's and women's national teams when it comes to the sport of soccer. You can go online to AmericanOutlaws.com and make sure you choose Syracuse. There are official chapters in New York City area, Rochester, Buffalo. But Syracuse, if this is where you are and this is where you hail from, make sure you go there and signify that Syracuse is where you want to be part of this American Outlaw Club. And as you said, Mike, discounts. You know, I saw it with the United States-Mexico game. A lot of good opportunities coming there if you're a fan and connected with the American Outlaws. And let's talk about that game, United States and Mexico. Mexico going up against the U.S., they hold that record. You look at what, what, what the United States has been able to do, 16, 32, and 12 against Mexico in 60 matches. So they've lost, they've lost twice, as many, or, you know, twice as many losses as they have wins and 12 ties. None of those wins have come in World Cup qualifying when it comes to being in Mexico. And only one of the wins have come on the road for the United States men's national team when going up against Mexico. So obviously a huge game has to do a lot with the 2014 World Cup. This is a very, very important game for the United States to make a statement. And let's talk about what you think about this team and where they are. We look at their history, and like I said, with the record 16-32-12, not winning when it comes to World Cup qualifying in Mexico, have tied once, but besides that, not getting a victory how different is this team from what this history tells us that when the United States goes into Mexico, it's not a good story for them? Can they change this story in the here and now? Well, I believe so. Uh, Jurgen Klinsmann's teams, a lot of fans and analysts have, don't know what to expect. Uh, it's always the unexpected with Jurgen Klinsmann's side. Uh, and with that being said, when you look at, more importantly, the most important number to really look at is the games at Azteca. The United States are 1-8-1 uh, versus Mexico at that uh, Mammoth Arena or Stadium. And uh, the great thing is the last game that we actually played there, we went in with a fairly unexpected, and I say we, I know a lot of people <laughs> will probably laugh, but I'm an American, so I'm just going to go with we for, for this uh, from this point on out. Uh, but we, the United States, we did win 1-0 on the last time we played at Azteca. Now, when you look at that squad that Klinsman turned out, uh, that was fairly inexperienced. That squad omitted Clint Dempsey, Michael Bradley, Josie Elfador, and Carlos Bocanegra. So when we look at the current squad that you're going to put out, yes, we're missing Tim Howard. We're going to miss the likes of Landon Donovan and Bocanegra again. But the thing is, Klinsman finds a way to take the unexpected pieces and make them work. So when I think of chances, I guess the be- probably the best thing <laughs> to look at is what's the chance of walking away with points, which is the most important thing here for uh, World Cup qualifying. Uh, we probably have a 30% chance of walking away with with some points. Uh, I think 15% chance to walk away with a win, 15% chance to walk away with a tie, and obviously an overwhelming 70% chance for Mexico to walk away with a victory. But, I mean, Klinsman has rolled out some unexpected pieces before and done the unexpected. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me that it is possible, and... And it doesn't matter what squad he rolls out. We always, as fans, question it. But he has seemed to be pretty successful 
in uh, his campaign so far as the head coach of the United States national team. And we take a look at what this team has done. You know, I, I know I, I gave the record of sixteen thirty-two and twelve, but in the twenty-first century, the United States eleven five and three against Mexico. So obviously, we're seeing a path of change for this team that the United States is on the upper hand, so to speak, in the here and now. So as time has has moved forward, as this clock of life has has ticked ahead, the United States has found their way to get on the winning side of things and to actually be competitive against Mexico. What does that say about this community of the 50 states that we have and the, and the product that the United States is putting together that you look at a record overall and you look at the majority of the wins coming in the 21st century for America. What does that say about the sport here in this country? Well, I think, first of all, the testament of our success is the... It, it started with the NASL WIC when the heyday of the Cosmos and stuff. So I think the roots of this all got started due to people that finally had a chance to be raised in a soccer culture. Now, I understand our soccer culture is not quite that of some of the South American uh, nations in Europe or, you know, and others around the world, but I think that the culture has became uh, more developed. We see it at our youth uh, levels. It's a participation that um, unprecedented numbers. It is the most participated sport in the United States, beating out even baseball, football, and basketball, which is uh, very surprising, and doing so by significant margins. Uh, but what we've seen is the development of Division I colleges. Um, we have seen coaching uh, initiatives put forth by U.S. soccer to for licensing and stuff. So it's really elevated the culture, and it's not, you know, the club culture's changed. Now academies are being developed with MLS clubs and NASL clubs and USL Pro clubs. They're all starting their own youth teams, putting them either in uh, the USL PDL leagues or the NPSL. Uh, it's the whole culture's changed. It's getting more of not only looking at it as rec leagues and just throw your kid out there to kick around a ball, but things. It's all about development now at this point, and that's what the United States has lacked for years, decades that these other nations, their academies started, kids would be nine years old, they're already training in a professional environment. Well, we're not quite there yet, but I think that drastically changed, and I think in that happening, we are seeing a difference in the level of play for um, our professionals. And obviously, a professional league that's not here to stay, like the MLS, versus uh, it's already surpassed its predecessor, the North American Soccer League, that we have it reincarnated here as of uh, late. But the thing is, it's here. It's a stronger business model. And now it's not looking at something where it just looks like it's, it's going to be gone tomorrow. Now we can build on it and we have a foundation and, you know, we can now reach for the stars. And in doing that, you know, having this foundation and reaching forward here in this community, what does it mean to you as a soccer fan to see this development. I mean, you know, I, I've been around people, obviously, and when it comes to the World Cup, and it doesn't matter where I've been, you know, different states, different areas, different places, bigger cities, smaller cities. When it comes to the actual World Cup and, and actual play that the United States is in, you know, you see fans come out and cheer on and wear, you know, red, white, and blue. But 
what does it mean to you to see more than that? That it doesn't just take the World Cup, but the World Cup qualifiers and looking at the MLS and its growth in the 21st century and the MISL instituting a team in Syracuse and trying to grow from there. You know, you're obviously the active president of the Salt City supporters. So what does it mean to you to see soccer grow, not just with the youth, but on this level of national competition that if you are a soccer player you don't have to go overseas necessarily anymore because you have a home here indoor and outdoor throughout the entire year well i i, I think it's huge i mean when most people are growing up they have their favorite club and to think that some child for years had to dream of playing for the, the big clubs of europe whether it be uh, manchester united real madrid Barcelona or Inter Milan, AC Milan, you know, Bayern Munich, those days have came to an end. I know it's it's kind of, I, I laugh when people look at Donovan and they're like, well, you know, he's, he's wasted his career in MLS for so long. But it, the difference is, it, it, to me, it's so fundamental to have those clubs here because Donovan now has been able to grow up as a kid and he had in his local community a club and that was his dream club to play for, and then for people to belittle that. I mean, would you ever belittle somebody that grew up in New York City for wanting to play for the New York Knicks? Of course you wouldn't, or New York Yankees. Uh, You wouldn't. I mean, and that's why I think it's fundamental to have that club. You're more attached to something that you can go to a game to, that you can experience in person. You know, the TV kind of, you know, it it just doesn't bring the element of of the live game, and I think that's why people have you know, even if they had an interest in soccer, have turned to other sports because they can go to watch uh, a baseball team, whether it's their local community or it's within reasonable driving distance. Where if soccer for a long time they had it, but now with that growing more and more, and whether it be different uh, level leagues or whatever it is, it gives you opportunity to experience that in person and to uh, you know just live that excitement. Which I mean, for a lot of people that are think they're a fan of something, you don't know what it's like if you actually go to a game and it's that much more exciting so it's crucial to have that um, in in our society and not just to you know worry about just watching the big games on tv because i mean we're american what more is it you know what could be better than watching the national team uh even if it's a friendly against uh, you know other countries wearing that you know the nation's colors seeing the flag you know uh flying the fans excited i mean it's it doesn't get any better than that. We don't have to wait every four years for the the Olympics. We don't have to wait every you know four years for the World Cup. I mean, it, our national team plays day in, you know almost like every month, and like we have a chance whether it's the men's teams or women's teams to to support that. And you know we could just let our pride as Americans uh, be a little bit more uh, in the forefront than to wait every so many years for you know even say a gold cup. It might be every two years or so, but it's just that. That's why I think it's great to have this. And soccer allows you to show your patriotism, uh, patriotism a little bit more than you know other sports would allow you to. And looking at this team and looking at this game, going back to the United States, going up against Mexico in this World Cup qualifying game. Who are the catalysts in your mind when it comes to scoring? When it comes to getting somewhere in this game, you know, win, lose, or draw, whatever happens, that they put some points on the board. Who are you looking at 
to truly step out and be the catalyst for the team? Is it Clint Dempsey, or is there someone else on your mind? Well, at this point, it has to be Clint Dempsey. I mean, um, I, I love Josie Altador as a professional. Unfortunately, we just don't always see that success on the um, on the international stage with him. But Dempsey, he's he, a performer. I mean, if we had Donovan in the mix, I, you know, I'd put those two as your one-two. And I know it, a lot of people are thinking, well, of course, they're the two biggest names. But it's not about big names. It's about having somebody that is, one, has the ability, and two, just the confidence. They don't let the pressure get to them. And those are the guys that just, uh, they have it. And, uh, you know, so Dempsey, Dempsey's got to be the guy. And if I had to pick a second guy that's probably, you know, it would be Michael Bradley right now who's growing leaps and bounds right now as a player, not only uh, for club but also for country. And as far as the team without their goalkeeper that obviously tried to lead them the last time they were in the World Cup, without Tim Howard, how different of a team is this to you in this in the United States men's national team? Without Tim Howard, can they defeat teams like Mexico? Can they move forward successfully without him? I, for a long time, I was very leery on that. <laughs> and I, I always talked about the day when we wouldn't see Howard. Well, I do see it now, as well as several other Americans. Brad Guzan has been in the wings and been mentored by Howard for a long time with the national team, and we're seeing that come to fruition. Uh, for one, he, he single-handedly is the one that allowed us to win that game in Denver against Costa Rica. Some pretty big saves that he did, uh, that he came up with. So we know that on the international stage and in extreme circumstances like the weather, he's able to come through. But even further, furthermore, with Aston Villa lately, his defense has been uh, in front of him has been extremely porous and it's just horrendous. Uh, there's several games he may concede goals, but it's the saves and in the fashion of which that he it doesn't beat him down. That he he still um, you can see it's focused. It's still in his eyes and his heart's there. And the great thing to have um, somebody to succeed, Howard, and that's the type of thing you'd want to see in a guy. And he has that. So you know I'm not I'm not as afraid as I once was when I used to think about it. Because now that I see it and I see the quality that uh, Guzan actually brings to the table, uh, it's not Tim Howard. I'd still rather have Howard, but. Uh, you know, I I have uh, extreme confidence in Guzan, and uh, you know that's a little bit more settling as a fan to, to see. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate your thoughts here as always to to have you up here on the show. It's great to have an opportunity to talk with the chapter, the unofficial chapter of the American Outlaws, looking to be official here with Mike Lathrop, who also is your active president for the Salt City supporters of the Syracuse Silver Knights, giving his take on the United States men's national team and talking about soccer from the beginner level all the way to the professional level and looking to the World Cup. It was a pleasure having you on the show, and we look forward to talking to you very, very soon. And once again, before I let you go, let everybody know how they can get in touch with both the Salt City supporters and become a member of your unofficial chapter of the American Outlaws. Well, to become a member of the American Outlaws, um, please visit theamericanoutlaws.com backslash membership. Uh, and when you go in there, uh, be sure to type in Syracuse as your destination. Do not select Rochester. Most people will do it by default. Uh, be sure to put in Syracuse so you become a member of our chapter and you'll get linked up with all of us. 
And if you want to become uh, involved with uh, Salt City Supporters Club, you can visit us at saltcitysupportersclub.com. We are also on Twitter and Facebook uh, for both entities, uh, the American Outlaws and the Salt City Supporters Club. So you you know, find us and we'll get you hooked up. Well, I appreciate it, Mike, and good to talk with you here, and we look forward to talking with you very, very soon here on WakeUpCallDT.com and all the other outlets for Dance to Our Broadcast Media. Thank you, and, and uh, we'll obviously be talking to you no matter what happens after the United States and Mexico. I look forward to talking with you about that match after it happens. All right. Thanks for having me on. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or iced milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Sometimes we can't help how we get injured, but we can help ourselves and how we get better. Hi, I'm Paula Carey from Carey and Daily Physical Therapy. I'm here on Wake Up Call to tell you that currently in New York State, you can be evaluated by a physical therapist without seeing your physician. Some insurance companies will allow up to nine visits before a prescription is needed. At Carey and Daily Physical Therapy, our experienced staff will evaluate you and start you on a program appropriate for your injury. We know how important feeling good is to you. Let us help you improve your well-being by coming to see us at one of our five locations in upstate New York. Carrie and Daly Physical Therapy, where we care about your body and are dedicated to helping you get well. Find the location nearest you at CarrieAndDalyPT.com. That's C-A-R-E-Y and D-A-L-E-Y-P-T.com. 